This episode is brought to you in part by Wholehearted Love, a new book by Caleb and Stephanie Rouse. Overcome the barriers that hold you back in your relationships with God and with others and delight in feeling safe, seen, and loved with Wholehearted Love. For more information, go to Tyndale.com. Welcome back to the Build a Better Us podcast. The president of Build a Better Us, B.J. Thompson, and licensed therapist John J.P. Parker are about to discuss spiritual, relational, and personal development from a refreshing perspective. Be sure to stay tuned to the end to find out how you can become a part of the BBU Nation. But for now, we hope you enjoyed this conversation with BJ and JP. Hello, everybody. I'm John Parker. And this is BJ Thompson. And this is the Build a Better Us podcast. Today, we are talking about GOAT status. Yeah, I'm talking about greatest of all time. For those of you that are not in the know, the term that's been thrown around rather loosely in the last year, two years, three years, um, is G-O-A-T, greatest of all time. And I'm at, a place, I'm at a place in life where I'm recognizing and realizing that I am the GOAT. BJ has already cemented the fact that he is the GOAT. And you as the listener, we, we, we need you to understand that you can't be the GOAT. Um, and you may already be the GOAT, but you just don't act as if you are that, which I appreciate. Sometimes people need to be humble and sit down, right? Some people need to just know their role, you know? But we're talking about self-confidence. We're talking about pride in oneself, pride in one's work, and making sure you understand that the GOAT is just not reserved for somebody like LeBron James or Kobe Bryant or Michael Jordan or somebody like that. You can be an everyday GOAT, right? Is that is that fair to yeah, say? No, it's fair to say. Yeah, I, I think as we talk about the ghost status, you know, I think it's hard because we need to make the distinction between a false sense of confidence mm-hmm. versus a healthy sense of confidence. And I think anytime we talk about being the GOAT, the greatest of all time, um, it feels like you can be self-inflating your view and vantage point. And I think that's a false sense of confidence. And so I'm excited to get into the conversation today to talk about how do you develop meaningful confidence in who you are? And then be able to carry that into the GOAT status, right? Greatest of all time. JP, open us up with uh, an illustration that can hopefully bring light to this idea of the GOAT status. Yeah, well, I said one thing pre-show, but I, I was reminded um, of another <laughs> situation. No, this is like, like, it's one of my go-to, like, modern, millennial, whoever... I, I struggle with people that are my age and younger who like to enter. Using the word millennial. Who well, like no. to say the word millennial. Yeah, but I'm not a millennial, <laughs> so I don't know how that works for those millennials. You know what I mean? I'm Gen X, um, just barely. So what happens is, though, people of the trophy, participation trophy generation, um, mm. like to just throw around the word GOAT. And I won't say whether or not somebody like LeBron James is or isn't the GOAT, right? I, I, I'll reserve that for another time. Uh, who never, who knows if I'll run into LeBron and he might need to uh, throw me something. You know what I'm saying? He might need to, yeah, sit, yeah. He yeah, might need to sit on the couch. Make sure you hit, hit me up uh, at BJ116, Bron, and uh, hit up buildbetters.com. Go ahead. <laughs> right, right. So no shade on this hand. You know, I lift up the black man, right? Um, so basically, uh, I don't know if it was two seasons or three seasons ago, LeBron James started telling the world that he was the GOAT. 
he 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 literally said out of his own mouth, "I'm the best player in the world. I am the best basketball player in the world." Before that, nobody was saying that. Like like quite literally, that wasn't being said. Like people may thought that, and they were like, "Yo, better than Michael." Blah 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 blah. But he took a hold and shaped the narrative and framed things for himself and put into place the idea that he was the GOAT by literally saying... Didn't Kobe? Has Kobe said this? Not Kobe. I, I mean, I, I'm sure he has said something to that extent, but Kobe has... I, I don't know if I can meet going to an interview and say, oh, here's where Kobe Bryant said he was the greatest of all time. Or here's, here's Kobe Bryant saying, I'm the best player in basketball. I'm the best player in the world. Like I... It may have happened, but I wasn't a Kobe fan. So those of you that are Kobe fans, feel free to add us and let us know and send us those uh, YouTube clips of Kobe saying that. But I can verify in, in my time of, of the, the new, I guess, last four or five years of watching the Warriors versus the Cavs, I have heard LeBron James say that he was the best basketball player in the world. And he often he, he also said it in the interview recently that he thought once he came back from that 3-1 deficit against the Warriors – that that was going to cement his legacy of being the GOAT. Like, he just assumed, oh, I'm definitely the GOAT now. You know what I'm saying? So the idea that I'm presenting is that LeBron James, he likes to control the narrative in the media of who he is and what's going on, which is fine. Do that, right? In realizing and recognizing, like, oh, I need to turn this up a notch, either him or somebody in his camp decided, hey, man, what you need to do and what you need to say is that you're the best player in the world. That's, That's just what needs to happen. Now, whether or not, that was a conscious thing or self-conscious, subconscious thing. It happened. And as soon as he said it, it was like a, a switch just flipped. Right? And every analyst on the planet at that point in time started calling LeBron James the, the best basketball player in the world. And so now you get to a point where there's debate between Kevin and Kawhi and all these different things. But the fact of the matter is that dude claimed his status and cemented for himself, whether or not anyone else agrees with him, that he is the greatest Good. of all time. Good. Good. Yeah, I think what the point that you're making here is is really good. I think it's a really good point is that LeBron had to believe something about himself mm-hmm. um, in light of evidence, things that have occurred in his life, in his narrative, uh, in order to, I mean, I guess, gain the next level of who he's becoming. And so, yeah, I, I love to share from my own life. I was, I was listening back some of our episodes, and I was thinking, man, I'd be sharing a lot of these L's that have happened in my life, but it's for the listeners, you know, and um, I want to make sure they get a real piece of this, and, I, and I've and i shared, you know, about a lot of times from school, shout out to, you know, Dallas, Texas, and all of my friends, I hope if you're listening, make sure you uh, email C. John Rohr if you have any complaints or any lawsuit information uh, you make sure you hit him up about hey, it. But uh, you're gonna be in trouble because I'm gonna delete them immediately. So that's funny. So so yeah. what I what I was thinking about was um I mean I was really just thinking about, you know, the times where I'm just taking L's in my confidence. I remember growing up and everybody used to have, you know, name brand shoes. Um do you remember when everybody had the Dion's? Oh yeah. At the for Deion sure. Sanders. I remember watching like, yeah, other people wear them. Yes. 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 Uh, or the Cortez, the uh-huh. dope Nike Cortez. The Cortez. Yep, yep. And you also had, uh, you had the Nikes, the Jordans, but I don't think Jordan was popping, popping like that yet. Mm-hmm. Jordans was popping like later on, right? Um, but Nikes was always popping, right? And, you know, when I look at my shoes and I think about what I wore, my mama wanted to save money. She would go to a place called Payless, 
go have me go with her, right? Like one of the most torturous things you can do instead of her going and just picking them up. That was mean, bro. Was, <laughs> uh-huh. That was mean, bro. Like, hey. I think she thinks she was doing me a favor, bro, by like dragging me into the store. Let your friends see you walk out. Bruh. <laughs> Bruh. So, drag you in this store. Got me trying on. Which one you like? <laughs> I'm like, none of them. Can I leave? <laughs> Listen, I don't want to see one of these. I don't see none of these, right? And I remember, like, walking in and walking around and then thinking to myself, oh, shoot, I got to go to school the next day. I, You know, my kids had this phrase. They were circulating you know, over the last few years they would say something when they would see certain brands of shoes. They would look down and they would say, what are those? I don't know if you ever, <laughs> you heard that. Bro, that was the life I was living. Mm. Mm. That was the life I was living. So, you know, you talking about taking L's, like, you know, my, my shoes were not right. Um, I didn't have, you know, nice jeans. You know, that's when everybody was kind of rocking the Levi's a little bit. This is when Levi's, was popping some, but if you had the Wranglers, kids was calling them the Stranglers, right? So you didn't want to have Stranglers on. You didn't want to have the Stranglers on, bro. And listen, I just kept taking L's, like the Stranglers on, bro. I came to school with the Stranglers and with the Payless. And then listen, bro, on top of that, bro, like, like yo, my dad wanted to cut my hair. Oh, and so oh, he's like, you want to save a little money? I'm going to cut my hair. Bro, listen. Your parents hated you, story. bro. They hated you, man. What was no, you doing, they man? they loved me. Okay. They loved me, but they hated my they hated my reputation. Okay, okay. okay? They loved right. me, uh-huh. but they hated my reputation. Got it. And bro, like, came to school. You know, Pops had just cut my hair. So that's how I went. And so from an outward appearance perspective, nothing about me made me feel like I was a goat. Mm. And I knew that every time I would walk into certain rooms and certain situations, I didn't have a confidence in those things. I couldn't find confidence based off my shoes, based off my jeans, based off my haircuts. And I didn't feel like I was the goat. And so what it did to me growing up was it did a number on how I saw myself. It, it consistently beat me down so that I wasn't sure, was I attractive? Was I somebody that you wanted to be with? Was I somebody to be, you know, affirmed for the dignity of who they are? And so, yeah, man, like I, I need to tell mama to this day, like, yo, she sent me to counsel with that, bro. Like I'm I'm in counseling right now for the XJ900s, <laughs> the stranglers <laughs> and the bad haircut. So, yeah, so those that's one of the moments, man, where I really had to like, I had my GOAT status challenge. JP, talk to us about a time when you had your GOAT status challenge. Have I, have I talked to you about the girl that, that, that well, I'll, you can feel free to remind me. I, I, I just, you know, these stories, they just, they just hurt so much. You know, I feel like you said, I've said it one time. It hurts so it, bad. You know, it's just, <laughs> it hurts so bad. So, so mine is very similar in a sense of it just being related to my self-esteem and kind of like, like my, my presence, right? So, I remember one time it was eighth grade, me and some friends went on like this triple date. Um, so my homeboy and his homeboy uh, had dates and then they invited this girl. So I wouldn't be the third wheel or whatever. So I'm I'm doing all the stuff, you know, it's it's like eighth grade. So went to this place called Malibu back in the day. 
in uh, uh, Pointing Hills Mall. Shout out to, you know, Inland Empire. So basically, we played video games, did a little mini golf, rode around on the go-karts. Everything was beautiful. I was like, oh, I'm definitely, she's Y'all definitely, bruh, kicked it, kicked bruh, it. she definitely finna be my boo, bruh. Like, I, it's Ugh. it's going down, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, I, I got it. Like, I like at an eighth grade moment in life, I had never exuded so much game and, and had that much, like, like Mac ability at one point in time, I was like, yo, I am, I am like the work that was coming out of me, bro. That day was immaculate. So the night's <laughs> ending up, I'm, I'm going for the like, all right, it's the time I get her number. You know what I mean? Kind of solidify the situation. And I don't remember if I said something to her first or she just got the vibe that it was that time. She was like, man, I really had a good time. Um, you, you, you're cute and all, but you're just too short. Wow. Wow. It's uh, it still hurts, bro. It still hurts. Like I I was not expecting that. If any of the things for her to tell me, like yo, like you just wasn't funny, or you know what I'm saying, like I saw you cheating at the at the put put golf, like it could have been anything, bro. Your breath smell, like you, I was would have expected her to talk bad about my clothes, but it was literally the fact that I didn't meet the height requirement. And wow, and it didn't dawn on me up until that point that oh, I guess I am shorter than everybody. Um, but again, there was a reason I was a year ahead of everybody. I started school early. So I guess if I had that in my back pocket, I could have said, Hey girl, don't even worry about that. Next year I'm gonna catch you. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just a year behind. Don't, don't even worry about it. You know what I'm saying? Don't, this thing will all even out. Give me a summer. Give me a summer. And this thing will all even out. Um, for me, that one summer became, you know, the rest of high school. I didn't grow until college. But the fact of the matter is the fact remains wow. that. From that day forward, it kind of really cemented something in me that that really like I can't remember after that point, like any other situation where I was going to a mall or going, you know, dirt wheeling or whatever. That I, at that point, I never hollered at another girl outside of being somebody I went to school with or somebody that I would see often at like a church situation or something like that. It was never like it just sh- shook me to the core. Hollered in church. You was a kid at church. I could see you. You was, you was that kid at church hollering at girls. Go ahead. I mean, I was, I, that was a sacrifice to me. I, I would never see myself talking to a young lady at church. That was like a sacred space. Nah, not for me, like bro. I used to stuff. take my tides and offer money, go buy donuts, go play video games, gamble in the parking wow. lot. Like, bro, wow. the, the first time I heard NWA, I was in the church parking lot, and I, yo, Mr. Doman, you think you're slick. You sold crack to my sister, and now she's sick. If he happens to die because of your drugs, I'm going to stick up your gula. Dope man, dope man. Bruh, <laughs> that was in the church parking lot, bro. Like it was lit, man. Wow. It was, it was, it was, it was, a, it was a party. So that was just my life. So that's as sacred as things got. But anyway, if if we're talking about the idea of self confidence, if we're talking about the idea of like moments in life that like offset your trajectory, that was one of those moments in which it was cemented and within me. Like, man, it doesn't matter how much game I have. It doesn't matter how much charisma I have. It doesn't matter how much like. Like I can put on the simple fact that I wasn't tall enough was not going to be negotiable in those situations. Like it wasn't going to be something that I could do something about. And therefore it just, it just shook me to my core, bro. And when I say like, I was a, a clam of a man after that point in time, bro, it was, it was a wrap, bro. I was done. Mm. This episode is brought to you in part by beyond ordinary women ministries, which prepares Christian women for leadership at bow. We believe that every woman is a leader because she influences someone. So, whom do you influence? 
Do you mentor a woman, serve in the workplace, or do you lead a small group, teach the Bible, or even lead an entire ministry? No matter who or how many you influence, our free online resources will help equip you. Our videos, podcast episodes, and articles from experienced women leaders will encourage you and perfect your leadership skills. They offer wisdom for dealing with ministry pitfalls, current biblical issues, health for your own soul, and insights for shepherding others well. In addition, Bow offers Bible studies designed to connect women of multiple generations. They provide a challenge to both women new to the Bible and those wanting to dig deeper. Be our guest and browse all of our free resources and low-cost Bible studies at beyondordinarywomen.org. Yeah, I think this is a great time to segue into the idea of things that challenge your GOAT status, man. You know, when I look at it, and I even as I hear you speak about it and I think about, man, what is some stuff that would challenge a GOAT status? And I think when you realize a limitation, it's like... You realize for the first time, yo, I'm poor. <laughs> you realize for the first time, yo, I'm I'm tall or I'm too tall. Or right, you realize right. for the first time, maybe ever, oh no, I'm I don't I'm not, you know, the same measure of attractive and you know whatever the culture says. And I think what challenges a goat status is you see a weakness that people either affirm or subtly reject you for, and it causes you to lose a sense of confidence, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And so what I've seen in my life in a lot of ways is, man, for many a times, I just believed it. I just had to go with it, mm-hmm. right? So, you know, I don't dress like this. I don't dress like that. I don't look good. Therefore, I must not be attractive. And what it did for me is like, man, it made me not want to try. It made me want to be very... um inwardly shy and fearful mm-hmm. of people, I would take criticism much heavier than what I would because I didn't have confidence. So now like criticism, instead of blowing up and just, you know, saying what's on my heart, I just got to take it home, think about it, think about it, worry about it, <laughs> stress about <laughs> it, Yeah, find myself overwhelmed by it, and then try to adjust back to the situation as if nothing had occurred without really resolving. And so what I was what I would say is the thing that I've seen challenge GOAT status is, is self-consciousness. Mm-hmm. It's like you look at you so much that now in the face of whatever those those different things is happening, is you no longer believe that you can be nothing more than a failure that someone either stumbled on triggered or reminded you of in a situation. And now instead of trying to grow and invest in your gifts, you're trying to manage Mm -hmm. how people see your weaknesses. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, you are shelling yourself. Yeah. You get around people and you don't feel like you can be vocal and you can be honest and you can be transparent and you can be courageous because all of your energy is going towards keeping you from looking bad in the face of people who can reject you, right? Debbie, what are some things that you see in the world, uh, and even in your life, that have challenged your GOAT status? And then we can talk about getting the GOAT status. Yeah, it's very interesting how there's this fine line between feeling yourself, being arrogant, and I don't know if the word is 
humble or if it's I'm trying to feel like a, a, a good contrast to like the arrogance and the feeling yourself uh, and then just being like being somebody confident humility yeah, 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 I, guess, I guess confident is a good word um, and and one of the things is that we have this culture for some reason that celebrates mediocrity right that's right but when somebody's actually the goat people right. don't want that person to acknowledge the fact that they're the goat right that's right and so you have this thing where it's like oh i'm i'm just trying i'm just trying to i'm the man i'm i'm the man next to the man you know or i'm i'm trying to be like you or you got the upper hand like when people say something <laughs> about you know what i'm saying like you have to deflect immediately you got to deflect immediately and not take the praise that somebody gives you or not acknowledge the fact that all right you did a good job or not acknowledge the fact that yeah you hit that game winning shot and you are that dude and i think that athletes very like very out there in front of you are rappers right there's not a rapper on this earth that's not going to be like i'm the greatest of all time like i'm the man like i got it i got bars i will murder you in terms of like if we if we get into like a rap battle or whatever the case you may mean be. A rap battle rap battle matter. we're right. not talking about violence we're saying rap right. battle right. go ahead right 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 like like even Kendrick Lamar who has a song sit down be humble will say i'm the greatest you know rapper alive or whatever of all time or whatever and so i think that what i'm recognizing is that sometimes we have to take a note from the world in the sense of you have value you have worth you add to the conversation you add to the culture the things that you're good at are things that people need um, the gifts and skill sets and the talent that you have are something that needs to be shared with the world. But because we live in this like society where you can't be that guy and say that you are that guy unless you have a certain occupation like a rapper or a boxer or something like that. Like, what's the boxer dude that that, that a couple weeks ago that got into the fight and he was like, "Yo, I get paid to kill people." And the baby? Nah, nah, the, the boxer. Uh, <laughs> the, the, oh, uh, Deontay Wilder. I, yeah, I got my boxers confused. I got my boxers. Oh, confused. he left a man with his boxers hanging out. That's a whole different situation. Yeah. Uh, but that, but like the idea that I'm a boxer, I'm going to get in this ring to tell somebody I'm going to destroy you and potentially murder you, and it's going to be legal. Like, Ooh, if, you know what I'm saying? Say that. Right. And so the thing is, like, that leaves a certain impression in a person's mind. That leaves a certain like, oh, shoot, like this is serious right now. But imagine if we had that goat mentality where it was like, I am a person who has the ability to be the best ever at what I'm doing. And not to say that it has mm. to carry you in such a way where you actually exude that arrogance. But it's the mentality where it's the opposite of what you were saying before. Like, man, now I have these XJ 900s. I got these bad haircuts. I have these bad clothes. Ah, you trying to trigger on. my trauma over here? No, no, I'm trying Bishop, to. Uh, listen. You trying to trigger wait, my trauma. So, <laughs> so you got you to throw a jab because you felt a certain way, bro. I'm just trying to. I was trying to use the illustration. Hey, I'm, just getting, I'm just getting up off me. I felt, <laughs> I felt like you were throwing a jab on me. Go ahead, bro. Finish your story. All Finish I was, your point. I was going to say that had somebody come along you and said, hey, Despite these pants and these 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 haircuts and these shoes, bro, you are somebody and you have worth and you need to let the people know that it's a whole different thing as opposed to you having to like self like, you know, just taking all of that in and not being able to um, really fly, so to, so to speak. You know what I mean? So I think that the, 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 the part of our culture that we have now is like everybody loves you till you start telling them that they should love you. And then they Ooh. start thinking like, oh, wait a minute. Well. Are you, I mean, you ain't all that. Now you need to fall back a little bit. Like you need to chill out. Like, hey, you know what I'm saying? Like, nah, bro. And so I think that part of the idea that we're trying to get people to understand is that, man, you can have the GOAT mentality. You can be GOAT status and you don't have to tell people that. 
It's like when, right. what's the old school saying? Say, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm the man. And well, if you got to go around telling people you're the man, you're probably not. Right. Yeah. So it's about carrying yourself a certain way. It's about believing in yourself a certain way. It's about exuding a certain confidence that's necessary for people to understand and know that, hey, wait a minute, let me stop and listen to what this BJ dude is talking about. Let me let me stop and listen to what this JP dude is talking about, because they have a way of of helping me see them as as that as as the man. Like, I, I feel like that dude yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, is feeling himself, but it's 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 the type of feeling itself that draws people in and not pushes people away. Yeah, so let me give you the differences in arrogance, right? Because I've been around arrogant people. And, I, you know, I feel like there's been moments where I've felt pride. I don't know about arrogance. Arrogance is when you have confidence to the demise of other people, right? Mm -hmm, and the dismissal mm -hmm. of others. You know, the problem with arrogance is arrogance don't care about nobody but you. right? And it puts you in such a high regard that it does not regard the other. And so that's why I think it's laughable when people flippantly throw around the term arrogant for people who still regard others. I go, you, you've never been around an arrogant person. Right. Because a truly arrogant person sees themselves great to the dismissal of everything and everyone around them, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And what I would say is we're talking about confidence. So let's just go ahead and start working this out. You know, part of the way that you know you're growing to a place of healthy confidence is if you believe that you're you're excellent at something and you don't need praise or approval. Right. Right? So you talked about not having to say it. Um, sometimes you need to say it, you know, because you are communicating what you're doing. But other times you display it by the fact that you will not tolerate certain things, right? And so, you know, we talk about how, you know, people you know, should be this and should be that. And they ought to just allow things to happen. Well, here's the reality of it all. Sometimes people either meet you in a vulnerable situation or they meet you at such an infant space that it doesn't matter who you are or what you bring to the table. They're going to treat you to that degree. I'll give you a perfect example. You remember when um, Justin Bieber first started popping, right? Yeah, yeah. You remember this? And I don't know him personally, but I, I want to. I think it's a good point. People had all kinds of jokes about here he is, you know, young, you know, teen punk or whatever, you know, whatever people were saying at the time from Canada and this, that, and the third. And really, what 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 you found was people were not ragging on his talent; they were ragging on his, you know, personality and. It was pretty actually. It was actually pretty cruel when I think about it. Yeah, yeah. Like I think I, as I look back on it now, the way that the public, you know, perceived and treated this young man was actually pretty harsh. And here's the thing: but Justin would go overseas. Okay, he would sell out uh, an arena. <laughs> yeah, and by himself. Yeah, yeah. He would sell out an arena by himself. And then he would have the paparazzi and fans chasing his caravan. So listen, in one environment, he is a young punk, you know, foreigner, this, that, and the third. Listen, who just needs to be happy that they're not causing him physical harm? Because I don't know if you remember this. This, like, it turned almost into some bullying type stuff, right? Yeah, like, yeah. People were like, oh, I beat you up and all kinds of random stuff. And I really don't even understand why. I need to go back and look at it. But listen, JP, but in another context, he was celebrated for who he was. And listen, 
the type of value that he was bringing to the context, right? And I think that that's what GOAT status is. GOAT status is, is when you don't allow a place to devalue you because you're so confident in who you've been made to be that it does not shake your confidence. And so to me, GOAT status is when you're so aware of who you are. You're so aware of what you bring to the table. You're so aware of what your primary purpose is that you're not overwhelmed when you have, you know, people who think they know you because they knew you mm-hmm. assert that you're nothing but a young kid playing a guitar. Listen, the same dude, kid that was playing a guitar that was being made fun of in his hometown was a global superstar. Justin Bieber is a global superstar everywhere else, right? And that's how you start gaining ghost status. What do you think, JP? How do you start breaking into your ghost status or tapping, I'm saying, tapping into your ghost status? Well, I always start with self-awareness, right? Um, and in this situation, in this instance, what I mean by self-awareness is, uh, I don't know, I feel like I'm a broken record, man, but people know they don't do enough of this. It's really understanding worth and value, right? And one of the tools that I use that I try to help people um, when they're kind of coming to the stage of the GOAT status is looking at something we call a circle of competence, right? So are you familiar with the circle of competence? No. It's like you, you, you draw on a paper once in a circle, and it's like what you know, right? Like what you know that you know that you know, right? This is what you're good at. This is what you're solid at. These are the, the skills you have. These are the tools you have. And then on, the, on another circle slightly outside of that is what you think you know, right? And once you really ascertain what you actually know and then differentiate that from what you think you know, and maybe sometimes you ask some people and say, hey, man, help me figure out what, what's going on or, where you know, is this true about me or if I'm just feeling myself, then you can start to have some kind of self-revelation. It's like, man, people that are the GOAT understand that they do this one thing well. Hmm. And they they bang that thing out, bro. And that's what they do. 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 They don't spend their time chasing their tail. They don't spend their time going in the direction somebody else thinks they, they should go in. They don't waste their time doing what their mama want them to do. They say, hey, man, this is what I'm here to do. And this is what I need to do. Some of us are blessed where we can have two or three irons in the fire, but most people just need to stick to that one thing. One thing. One stick thing. to that one thing. That one thing. And that one thing is your thing, not somebody else's mm-hmm. thing, not what you would like it to be, what you hope it to be, know what it actually is. Um, and once you're able to narrow that down and really just just hone in on that skill, you'll find yourself feeling better about yourself and who you are because you're actually like walking in your purpose, right? That's good, JP. Come huh? on, JP. Uh, okay. We was going to get here. I knew this was coming. Go ahead. I mean, I, you know, I, I didn't mean to get ahead of the curve. But, um, yeah, you start walking in your purpose. You start actually have an air about you where your head is lifted up. You're looking, you're looking ahead. Your, your chest is poked out. Your shoulders are up. Um, you walk with a little bounce in your step. You got a little swag happening. Um, and your whole, your whole persona begins to change. Because when you're doing mm. things that you're not confident in, when you're doing things that you shouldn't be doing, when you're doing things based on somebody else giving you an idea of what you should be doing. When I was in the cult, man, I had people coming to me all the time saying, God is saying this, God is saying that. And I'm like, man, God never said none of these things to me. But if you guys know Mm. what God is saying on my behalf, let me go ahead and do this. And I kept chasing my tail and doing all these things I had no business doing, um, leading the mime group, 
you know, just doing like like random stuff, bro. And I'm like, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I only no, said no, that no, so no. that you can have some jokes. So go ahead, man. Go no, ahead, man. Get it no, out. No, get no, off no, the no. no, you didn't say that. You said that because you been honest. JP. No, no. I, you, you told me you, you haven't laughed enough today. Group? You haven't laughed. You haven't laughed uh, enough. Go ahead, bro. Uh, sure, sure. I wasn't sure, in the mind. Sure. Group. I you, was the leader of the mind. Did group. you got it? Did you wear like black skinny jeans? Did you wear like? Keep going. Did keep you going. put on red lipstick? Keep going. <laughs> keep going. It wasn't blackface, sir. It wasn't. It wasn't blackface. What <laughs> clown? What's so, that clown you, wig involved? You're not gonna put your mouth. Go you're, you're not gonna put your mouth on the man of God. All right. I was. I was a silent. <laughs> I, I was. I was the leader of the silent prophets. We were a mime group. Did you have the leotards on? Go ahead. Go we ahead. wore regular clothes. All right. <laughs> black on black or black on white, depending on what the situation called for. All right. Go ahead. Go ahead, bro. And we Go brought ahead. glory to the Lord through mime. All right, okay. watch yourself. Watch yourself. All right. Watch yourself. All, All right. right, go ahead. Finish, finish making a point. You're making a great point. I was until you I was interrupted. Knowing, you're saying knowing what you bring to the table, having a swagger, having your head up. See, I listen to you, bro. Uh, okay, having a swagger, lifting your head up, being able to know that one thing you do. Most people do a bunch of things. Need to know your one thing. They put you in the wrong place. People speak over you, saying things about you that you ought to be do, but you ain't heard that from God. Then you talked about mommy. Let's go. <laughs> so you think you're cool? Make you're sure you right? book, a, book a session with BJ Thompson at BJ116, builderbetterus.com. Go ahead, bro. Okay. Was that with your notebook or without your notebook? No, no, no notebook. Oh, okay. okay. I'm just saying. All right. Okay. I see you. Um, so again, um, when you are operating in your skill set, when you're operating in your gift, when you're in your, your lane, I mean, imagine if LeBron was, was, was playing tennis. You know what I'm saying? And he was just mm. mediocre or just all right. He wouldn't be walking around saying that he's great. He found his gift. He found his skill set and he ran with that thing. And after years of practice and dunking on people and, and winning championships and doing this and that other thing, he came to the realization like, yo, I am that dude. And from that, he makes his own decisions. He calls his own shots. He doesn't, supposedly, he doesn't care what the media says about him. He comes out last year after getting, you know, uh, moving on to the Lakers saying like, I have nothing else to prove whether or not he really feels like that, or again, he's trying to control the narrative. Like, those are the comments you say when you are GOAT status. When you're like, yo, I don't have anything mm. else to prove. Like, right now, he's like, he's basically just said, I'm collecting checks for the next four years. You know what I'm saying? I signed a four-year contract. I, I, I'm making more money probably off the court than I am on the court. But bottom line is, by the way, I have nothing else to prove. And when you, when you, when you say stuff like that, and when you feel that way, bro, you're, you're, you're GOAT status, man. You're walking in that GOAT gift. You know what I mean? You're, you're, you're walking in that GOAT lane. Um, and I think that that's 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 kind of like what we want the listener to understand, man. We want y'all to understand that, like, like you will have a different bounce in your step, man. You will have a different way of thinking, being, seeing the world. You'll be lifted out of that depression. Um, I tweeted an article today saying that uh, burnout is real. Um, it's 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 now being clinically diagnosed on some level. Um, and when you live in the ghost status, burnout ain't happening because you're doing what you can do naturally. You're doing what flows from you. Mm. You can do it in your sleep. You can do it while you're awake. You can do it standing backwards. You can do it, I guess, not standing backwards, walking backwards. You can do it standing on your head. Like it's just, it's just easy for you. And again, there may be trials and tribulations and tests that they come along. But when your ghost status, bro, and when you feel that way about yourself and when you know that you're the goat, Man, these little things don't bother you, man. Ain't, ain't no one monkey gonna stop your show, man. You keep it pushing. Good. Yeah, I mean, you may be listening, and we're gonna probably do part two, mm-hmm. go status with this. There's so much stuff to come along with it. If you're listening, you're saying, man, I don't know how to tap into my goat status um, because there's goat status in art, science, entertainment, engineer, what, whatever those things may be. 
Um, we want to help you tap into your GOAT status. Uh, make sure you visit thebuilderbetterus.com, click Get Involved, and find a life coach. Well, we have tons of qualified individuals that can help you with it. Also, make sure you subscribe um, to the podcast and share it with at least one friend. If you love this podcast, make sure you leave us a review and share it with at least one friend. Because our job is to help you become a better you. So that we can become a better us. All right. Thanks for listening. Thank you for tuning in to the Build a Better Us podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, or wherever podcasts are played. You too can become a part of the BBU Nation today by continuing these discussions on social media. Be sure to go like our Facebook page, follow us on Twitter at Build a Better Us, and on Instagram at BBU Social. To keep up with other exciting events and resources, visit our website at buildabetterus.com. On behalf of the entire BBU team, we'll see you next time on the Build a Better Us podcast.